previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. Chief Brondock comes up. Chief! The last thing my mother said before she died. Ambionitis is the key. As you look down over the throne room, you can see four guards. If those four guards raise the alarm, we are screwed. Ambionitis, you get the two below us out of Misty Step to the opposite side of the room and kill the two other guards by the door. Yep. And I'm going to try to, like, drop down, and I'm going to hide behind the curtains there. I put my hand in the middle for a team break, and Hexor puts his hand in and goes, Get fucked! <laughs> but me and him both yell it way too loud that we draw everybody's attention because we were too hyped. The guards look up as Jet drops down next to the door, just as Prothean appears literally flying out of the air, just as Ambionitis comes launching from the top shelf, the second robed figure is going to misty step across the room and then pull the alarm. I'm going to leap into the air and just donkey kick him in the face. Brixius gets a hard on. The knight that Prothean is attacking is going to start yelling, Guards! Guards! Intruders! I'm going to like jam my hand reaching for his neck and cast inflict wounds. The knight is dead now. I'm going to resurrect him, tell him to walk out the door and say it's a false alarm. I think I know how this door works. We just gotta lock it, and then we can do our staffy staff thing. I'm gonna tell the um, corpse to go guard side the door and tell everyone to false alarm. I just locked the door. No, I go over there and I, I kill the corpse. Quick, while that's locked, I have the staff. Throw me the piece, and I'll put the puzzles together. As soon as you sit on the throne holding the staff of Parmar, a silver circlet has appeared atop Jet's brow. And just as that is happening, you can hear clunking as somebody appears to be trying to break through the barricade. When I feel the crown-like thing appear around Jet's head, I just hear, Join the Diadem Exorius. And I combine the pieces. Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros Podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Brad Richards. Fuck you. Ben Renfro. What do you call a dog with no legs? <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's not going to come anyways. Oh, I was going to say a hot dog. I've heard <laughs> that before. It's just as bad now. That's really sad. Matt Smith. How many Zawadskis does it take to paint a wall? Depends how hard you throw him. Hmm. <laughs> Brad Renfro. What did the fisherman say to the magician? Pick a cod. Any cod. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I like that. And Eric Nemeth. Die. So I got a story. Uh, there's this old cougar at this bar I go to. She's getting up there in years and can't hear anymore. She got a new nickname. It's now Deaf Leopard. <laughs> that was well played. Just like how we play an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. God, it gets worse every time. Eat my fucking <laughs> Are your parents disappointed? <laughs> like... <laughs> Somehow you always out... You always underdo yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I always outdo my underdoing of myself? Yes. And also, fuck you. 
<laughs> nice one. Get fucked on. Ah, uh, you got me. Um, Just like we got a new episode of Actual Play D and D podcast. <laughs> wow, Matt. If only Paul could have like that was good. That was not bad. Yeah, that was actually pretty good. Never think of taking up a career in this. Maybe you just want to take over for me. No, I'd rather die. <laughs> yeah, Matt doesn't want your parents to be disappointed in him, too. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe your character will die this episode, because uh, we are picking up where we left off, and all five of you, including Hexor and Dalvia, are in the throne room and the balcony overlooking the throne room. You have just dispatched the four guards that were keeping watch over the area, and you have barred the door against the reinforcements that were summoned when you forgot to stop the guards from ringing the alarm. Jet, while the rest of you were dealing with the guards and barring the door, went to the throne and held the Staff of Parmar and the Shard of the Soul of Sargonis and was able to summon the true circlet of the Diademic Xorius. He took the two pieces, put them together, and that is where we are picking up now. Jet took the circlet, took the diamond, put them together. There was a flash of green light, and then nothing else really happens. We're all back in that damn flashback. (laughs) Nope, uh, just a flash of green light as the two pieces fuse together, and then you're all standing around waiting for some big cosmic thing to happen, and it doesn't. All you hear is the clicking and grinding of gears in the door as somebody on the other side is still trying to break in. Abe, having seen the flash of green light, has now come running in from where he was keeping watch out on the walkway past the balcony. He comes out onto the balcony with Dalvia and Hexor, and he is now in the room with you. Did did anything happen? Well, there was that big green light, you big blind dumb bitch. Hey, nice of you to fucking join us, guy. Hey, guess what? We're good. There's nobody coming. Oh, shit! (laughs) Hey, hey, Abe, look, I'm the king. Ha! I do a stupid little dance. (laughs) Fart on his throne. That'll get him. (laughs) Put a whoopee cushion (laughs) underneath it. Oh, wait, didn't you already do that? Wait, did you trigger your own oh, whoopee cushion? No, no, did I? <laughs> I forgot that you put the whoopee cushion in there. Um, <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> yeah, no the, king should flatulate like that. Has the king sat on the throne in between the time he put the whoopee cushion there and, and now? I'm assuming he sits on his throne at least once a day, yes? Yeah, I'll say that the whoopee cushion has already been deflated and removed and so now you can you take a moment to just sit there and ponder the moment when the king flatulated in front of everybody and be united do that thing you do where you wiggle your fingers and you make it can make it smell like somebody flatulated did you say flatulated i did (laughs) so wiggle your fingers and make that smell he's like hold on sticks his arm down his pants for a second (laughs) (laughs) wiggles his fingers Get a little breeze going. You mean I need to soil an area? You need to soil Jet's <laughs> pants. <laughs> hey, somebody else peed my pants. Can I soil Jet's pants? Of course you can. <laughs> I Joke's on you, I heard pants. you did that. But I don't want to make it like 
just like a skid mark. No, 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 no. We're going to like when you got a whole Hershey's chocolate bar in your back pocket and you sit down on a warm summer day for a little while and you get up and it just looks like really, really mushy poop. That's what we're going for. It's like you actually dropped a Hershey kiss in the car and sat on it Mm -hmm. and then you turned your heated seats on. Yep. Awesome. Good one, brother. All right. Um, what other business we got going on here? Jet, you feel any different? I don't. I don't feel any different. Do I look any different? I poke him with a great sword in the face. Why would you do that? Yes, you look. You do look a little different today. If it's if it's the if it's the eyes watering, it's because it's a horrible smell has taken over. <laughs> well, the first reason you look different is because you got a great sword cutting your face right now. It's not cutting; it's just poking. Okay. You got a f- long sword slapped on your cheeks. That's the first No, thing. it's a two-handed great sword, not a long Gosh, sword. Gosh dang it. Okay. Sorry about the technicalities, Brothian. All right. Second, you look like more of a bitch than normal. Mm. It's probably because I poop myself. Dalvia calls down from the balcony and says, hey, Does anybody know if the circlet works? God damn it, Dalvia. Way to show up. Where the hell have you been to? How do we check? I've been here the whole time. Oh, we were having a secret uh, tiefling-only meeting. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Abe, you dirty, dirty dog. Dalvia! I'm more shocked by this than anybody with you. Hexor, did you know about this? I was a tiefling, so yeah. Of course! I was part of the meeting. Oh my... And uh, just to remind you all... Oh. The people are still trying to get through on the other side of that door. Okay, right. so I'm gonna go back in the corner of the room and change my undergarments, okay? I will be right back. Alright. <laughs> and I scurry off to the corner. Dalvia, while he's doing that, you have asked if we know if the circlet worked. We can't tell anything at this moment. He seems like normal jet. How would we know if something had worked? Do you know anything about what is supposed to happen? I don't really know what is supposed to happen with this circlet. It's supposed to do something with... Uh, banishing demons or something? I don't know. Just based on what you've told me. So Jet has the ability to banish demons now? Jet, you might be my new favorite friend. Is my ring heating up or glowing? Yes, it is. So you hear me calling from, like, the corner where I'm in. I'm like, thanks, I'm gonna try to learn to banish demons as soon as I get back. And I'm just... Is it... Is this like one, like the two parts that were combined or whatever? Is it like one object now or I just have like the circlet? Like the shard is still in the throne. It's now one object. So it looks like an actual diadem with the circlet and then the shard of the diamond is like a centerpiece as if we're a little tiara. Gotcha. I'm going to walk towards Jet. Is it getting, is my ring getting hotter? No. I'm just sitting there whispering like, activate. (laughs) Is Jet still wearing the diadem? (laughs) No, he is not wearing the diadem at the moment. Can I do any sort of insight check? Um, I I know you just said from Dalvia that he's, like, supposed to do something with banishing demons, but can I do, like, any sort of insight check for me to understand if he's actually going to open that window that Jet previously had with him and within him in any way whatsoever to you know, possibly turn Jet back into the Jet we don't like? You could check, but with disadvantage, because you're a terrible friend to me and don't know too much. I just said you were <laughs> one of my favorite friends. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't see why you couldn't do an insight check. 17. Alright, um, Jet, could you give me a uh, stealth check, please? 
open sesame. Okay. Going up against a stealth, this is some BS. Stealth? Yeah. No, 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 no. I take it back. I want deception. So do I get to re-roll that then? No, no, no. All right, so deception has charisma and no proficiency. So I rolled a eight. (laughs) (laughs) So much buildup for that. Yeah, Brixius would know that based on previous happenstances with Jet that he can't say flagellated but you could say happenstances <laughs> <laughs> no I Brixie, or Ben said uh, flatuate I, and then I asked him did you say flatuate when it should have been flatulate but yes so um, or are you saying Brixius knows the word happenstance I'm just saying circumstance or happening <laughs> alright so based on previous happenstances, uh, Jet probably shouldn't be trusted with the diadem, but he hasn't done anything untoward. He, he seems perfectly normal. All right. Well, as I, I picture Jet going into the corner as he's changing his undergarments, and uh, I would like to draw my war hammer and my shield uh, per normal. And just kind of make sure that as I'm kind of slowly taking it out and Jed is like hiding in the corner, changing his pants. I just like give everybody a look like that that you guys I'm hoping can pick up as in a eh, maybe we shouldn't trust this guy. And B, eh, we also got guys about to break through the door and we might have to fight a lot of people. You guys should probably barricade the door. Activate. At that very moment you hear a loud as one of the bars on the door reverses and slides back into the door. Quick, Ambionitis, use some sort of minor illusion to make them think that they're going to walk into something that they don't want to walk into. Use minor illusion to make the door look like it's opening, and then they'll try to walk through the open door, <laughs> and they'll hit the door oh, with wait, their faces. Dave, do you have minor illusion too? Or does anybody actually have minor illusion? <laughs> no. I do. Oh. I do not. Well, is there any sort of illusion we can do? (laughs) Hexor, (laughs) my guy. Why don't we have a minor illusion of the king, like, having sex with someone that's not the queen? Oh, we'd have to have minor illusion first. You know, I could cast some sort of illusion, or you could all climb up here with me, and then we could skedaddle. I still say we have, like, a king being bent over, like, pegged by some serving girl. Oh, yeah, we- and then he turns and he's like, no, get out! <laughs> oh yeah, we have the boulder here. He can just earthbend a new door. <laughs> can I make some sort of an investigation check to see what the circlet could be activated by? Tickling. Only being tickled. Uh, yeah, go ahead and... Well, so, if you were doing a an investigation check, that would be just to observe the the physical aspects of the, of the diadem, or if you were trying to figure out its magical operation, that would be an arcana check. Okay, so an arcana check would let me know if it's protected by, like, some sort of phrase, or if I have to do a certain action to activate it, or... Yes. Such have you? Okay, arcana check it is. Could you imagine if it was being tickled, and then the real kicker here is you can't tickle yourself, so you need somebody else to tickle you, so you go around trying to get people to tickle you? 
Very interesting. <laughs> I really don't like that it uses intelligence for Arcana, but I still rolled a 14. All right. Um, you're running your hands over the diadem, trying to figure out, is there a switch? Is there a word? Like, how does this work? And as you're running your fingers over it, unlike the circlet that you had found in the Alistair home, which had those pictograms on it, this was a clean metal band. But as you're running your fingers over it, that same green light that it flashed starts scrolling on the circlet itself, just like Lord of the Rings script after the ring is put in the flames. And you see an elvish that it says, wear the weapon, speak the soul, phrase the plane. <laughs> what? what? Wait, can Jet read elvish? I'm a half-elf. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he's We've the only person that can read Elvish in your group, aside We've from the Alistair family. traveling with a half-elf this whole time? That's how I could read the book of Parmar. Parmar was an <laughs> elf? <laughs> this is a hotel? <laughs> Sandy's a girl? All right. You hear another... And another bar in the door slides open and fades into the door. All right, seriously, guys. So, uh, Jet, you seem fine. Yeah, guys, I'm feeling a lot better. I'm going to, like, put the circlet on my head and then start to, like, jog over to everybody. When I put the circlet on my head, does anything happen? You can feel a sort of... As if you had just had a shot of fire whiskey, it gives you a bit of a buzz to have it on your head. <laughs> I was going to say... To- it feels as though one of three requirements had been met. Sounds like a nice <laughs> magical item. You wear it, and you just constantly feel buzzed just by wearing it. That'd be a fun thing to have. That's like my old goblet where it turns whatever goes into it into wine. Anyways, yeah. yes, we could get in that. That was really cool. Um, but yeah, guys, so group vote. Do we want to fight whatever's about to come through that door, or should we climb upstairs and leave? Should probably just bounce. We got what we came for. Leaving, yeah, that does sound to be the best option. If we have enough time to get out. That's two votes. Anybody else? I said we just leave. All right, that's majority. I'll go. All right, all right, all right. Well, I'd like to go ahead and climb out of here. Is there any sort of easy way for us to climb out? Because originally we had just jumped off a balcony. <laughs> or, like, swung down on curtains. So... Is there any actual, like, rope ladder conveniently Uh, there? Well, I'm still up, like, on the balcony, right? Yes. I'd like to throw down my uh, several hundred feet of hemp and rope. (laughs) (laughs) I grab a saw climbing at first. All those pylons. (laughs) Pythons. I just grab, like... Pylons, they just have, like, NFL pylons (laughs) for the end zone everywhere. Grab, like, 80 pythons and just, like, chuck them down all at once. No, I don't do that part. <laughs> Probably just the rope. You gotta hold on to those for a later point. All right, so you, you, you're up on the top balcony, and you're just like throwing rope down to us. Please yeah. hold on to the other end. We need tie something off. tied oh, off I, at the I, top. I, I thought you yeah. could just use the rope from down there <laughs> to like lasso it back up somewhere. All right, so who's gonna be the first one to test this rope out? The heaviest person here. I already saw climbing it. I said I grabbed it first. Let's climbing. all get on it at the same time. <laughs> You just see Abe, like, just all <laughs> hang on to each other, not even the rope. Just like, and he doesn't even have anything to brace himself against either because you guys literally broke through the banister. He's got Hexor Whoops. and Alvia. Dig his heels into them. 
as you guys start climbing, I'm going to need athletics checks from each of you. So we'll go, uh, who was first to get on the rope? That was me. Okay, Prothean, go ahead and give me an athletics check. 28. You shimmy up that rope as if you were Ezio. Mr. Assassin's Creed. What the hell is your strength modifier? Five. Oh. Wait, Are you proficient in athletics too, huh? Yes. My guy. Hear me out. Do I have to make a check if I run up the rope like a very thin wall? <laughs> <laughs> like you're walking a tight wire. Tight rope. <laughs> um, if you do it when Abe is holding on to one end and somebody else goes to grab onto it at the other end and it goes taut, then sure, you can run up it. Oh my lances. When I see him doing that, I'm going to take the rope and just go (laughs) back and forth. (laughs) No, I'm not going to do that. As funny as that would be. Yeah, so Jet's at the top now as well. Since I feel drunk, that was really difficult. I'm also climbing. I rolled a 17. Uh, 17 is successful, and you shimmy up the rope. Great. Now, once I'm at the top, I would like to assist Abe in holding it. I'd like to just come up behind Abe and hold his, like grab him around the waist and just like squeeze him real tight while he holds the rope. I'm not holding the rope with my hands. <laughs> with your teeth? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ambionitis is the last one. Go ahead and roll an athletics check for me, please. And as Ambionitis is going to grab onto the rope, you hear another. And there's only one bar left before the doors are unlocked. I rolled a 22. All right. You're climbing up the rope, and you get up to the balcony. Um, let's see. Would it be Dalvia or Hexor that would get you out of here? Guys, what if I got us out of here? Can you? I don't know. I'm hearing voices. That's not good. I draw my greatsword. Good. Is it our voices as we're talking to you, or is it your imaginary friends again? Because they're not very nice people. <laughs> they're not even people. They're not real, Jet. I think I might know what you were talking about when you said this could banish demons. I'm just going to grab the the, the circlet. Just right off his head. Yeah, just snatch it. Is that what you're going for? Yeah. I guess right before you reach for the circlet, I'm just going to say the words, Sargonis, take us to Four Lyris. May the soul of Sargonis bring us to the house of Four Lyris. So as I hear that, I start swinging the greatsword. No, 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 this is good. Prothean, let him go. I stop Prothean. We want to meet this demon. <laughs> you grab his swinging greatsword with your hands. <laughs> yeah, one of those. <laughs> no. I just grab it blade first. Just all your fingers come off. Prothean, this is the mission that I'm we've been waiting for. i by way of Sargonis. As Prothean swings his sword to uh, decapitate him try and chop down Jet, and Jet is shouting out, take us to the lair of Four Lyris. There is a flash of green light and a billowing smoke that blasts all of you off of the balcony. Oh, we just climbed up here. Damn it. (laughs) And the green smoke encircles you as you're falling to the floor of the throne room. You don't feel impact. You just feel yourself suspended mid-fall, and you're hovering in the air, surrounded by this green mist that is growing darker and darker as the moments pass. Out of the darkness steps a figure made entirely of shadow and flame. 
a condor with feathers of flame is beating against his chest. And the figure speaks to all of you and says, At last. I charge it with a great sword. I wouldn't do We're that. We're suspended in the air. <laughs> Thanks, Jet. You fucked us. You fucked us good. I try swimming in the air towards it. <laughs> Doggy paddle. <laughs> Holding a great sword in my teeth like a knife. I wouldn't do that. Let's go ahead and roll initiative. Come to this, the arrival of episode 82, the arrival of Sargonis. I want to take a moment to thank all of our listeners for your patience and understanding as this episode came together. In addition to some personal reasons, which I expounded upon online, this episode in particular was a doozy to edit, especially trying to get the effects and music to sound the best that they could. I'm very happy with the way that it's turned out, and I certainly hope you all think it was worth the wait. I'm going to quickly go through our usual announcements. First and foremost, if you like this episode or any of what you've been hearing on our show, please head over to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Podchaser and leave us a rating and review. We'd love to hear your feedback and read those words on the air. You can also represent the podcast day-to-day with some merchandise, which you can find by searching Death Saving Bros at redbubble.com. And then if you found that the music in this episode piqued your interest at all, then you can thank Will Savino and his Music D20 project, you can thank The Boy King of Idaho, and you can thank Tabletop Audio, all of whom are composers creating original tabletop music on Patreon. Each of their websites is available in the episode description. But now that those announcements are out of the way, it's time to get to the meat of the matter, our Patreon. As the month of March 2021 draws to a close, we've got a lot of rewards and events coming up. First, we are planning our next video chat with a host, and this quarter we'll be sitting down with Brad Richards, the voice of Ambientitis Hammerbottom, to go into his character's motivations, how he approaches the podcast, and more. We have a poll up on Patreon right now where you can vote for time slots that work for you. The slot with the most votes will be when Beerich hosts the video call. Now note that poll will close on Sunday, March 28th, 2021, so make sure you select all slots, yes, all the slots that will work for you, and there are a lot. And to those of you who aren't yet patrons, we are welcoming anyone who pledges at the Shade Arrow tier, even if you wait until the last minute to do so. But if you do pledge before the end of March, then that's one month down towards qualifying for the next round of patron-exclusive merchandise. If you back our show at the Shade Arrow tier for at least three months, then you will be qualified to receive exclusive Death Saving Bros merchandise and thank yous twice annually. Our first collection of patron exclusives is currently being finalized and should be shipped in the next month, meaning our current qualifying patrons will have their goodies in May. Fingers crossed. Keep an eye on our social media to catch glimpses of what's to come. 
you can find us online at Death Saving Bros on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Reddit. Finally, regarding Patreon, it is my goal to have another lore episode posted before the end of March. These lore episodes explore the backstories of some of our most important characters in the show in a hilarious and unpredictable way. The first episode was about the Hammerbottom brothers, but our next episode will feature Jet. We learn some things about his time in the monastery of Sargonis, and many of those revelations have relevance for this episode. So make sure to check out the Death Saving Bros lore episodes at patreon.com slash deathsavingbros, in addition to the ever-growing collection of bloopers, conversational recaps, and more. The last thing I always like to do before getting you back to the episode is to recognize those that have made this show possible. And of course, there's no one to thank more for their support than our patrons. Those who pledge at the $5 tier get a shout-out at the end of the show, but the following individuals have pledged to support us financially at the $10 tier or higher, so they get their supporter shout-out right now. Ryan Cushman, 2 Times Tyler, and Gene L. Jackson. Thank you all for your support. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Kratos on this motherfucker. Brixius with a 23. I tied with a 23. That is a 1. I also tied with a 13. I rolled a natural 1. I'm not even adding modifiers to that because it's a fucking 1. Actually, I lied. I rolled a 21. <laughs> I have a 12. So, Ambionitis first, then Abe. Alright. Prothean swings his legs underneath him and goes to charge forward at this figure of flame and darkness, and as he swings his legs underneath him, he finds that he has solid footing. He charges forward, but not before the figure before him can react, pointing his finger, casting Finger of Death. Oh, fuck. He's gonna finger you to death. <laughs> Shit, Big Daddy Sargonis. Not again. Hey, has anyone seen the Loot Train episode of Game of Thrones? Yes. I'm picturing Jamie Lannister as charging a dragon right now. Not another one of my friends cast down by the hand of Sargonis. Prothean, I'm going to need you to give me a constitution saving throw, please. Natural one. Oof. Oof. Oh, gosh. Oof. <laughs> All right. Oof. You're going to take a lot. Looks like Jeff's not getting paid by me. Sorry, Abe's not getting paid by me. <laughs> I think I'm... Technically, I'm getting paid by Dosh, which, unbeknownst to us, I guess Dosh isn't worth a lot of money right now. <laughs> oh, I you really lucked out, Prothean, because I rolled four twos and a single one. So you only take 56 necrotic damage. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm sorry. What? Well, my math is four twos and one adds up to nine. <laughs> you said 56? His modifiers on each roll must be pretty good. I also rolled two sevens and, uh... Yeah, did on. you say he was lucky to get 56 damage? Yeah. Yeah. It should have been higher. 
like how Should much higher. Me. <laughs> like, well, I should have been one shotted. <laughs> Like, I only have 68 health. <laughs> yeah, it should have been, like, in the 60s. Use finger almost of, my max. <laughs> Use finger of death, but little did he know Protheans uh, has resistance to that from hanging out with the hammer bottoms for so long. <laughs> Wait, um, since he did damage to me, I'm going to use Hellish Rebuke. Okay. Uh, and what type of damage is Hellish Rebuke? It just says Hellish... Oh, fire damage. Okay. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that. <laughs> he says it in a way like it doesn't matter what you roll. Unfortunately, you're about to use fire on the god of revenge and fire. Well, I rolled a six, so I fucking doubt I'm going to hit him. But is it a saving throw or is... Oh, no, I have to make a yeah, dexterity a... saving throw. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what's the saving throw? A plus your proficiency plus your spellcasting modifier. Fifteen. <laughs> Alright, well He has a plus 10 to his dexterity saving throws And he rolled a 5, so he passes <laughs> Literal god can't even Or is, can just barely Beat that saving throw Sorry, I, meant, I said 16, yeah So Half as much damage on a successful saving throw How much damage? Well, I'm casting this as high as I can go Because fuck this guy uh, So that is level 3 Again, keep in mind, God of Fire. 40, 10, so... 8. Alright, so he takes 4 damage. No, I already cut it in half. I, it was 16. I know you did. So it's 8. So <laughs> I cut it in half again. Again, God of Fire. Eh, fuck it. <laughs> Wait, what? He, can he be... only takes 25% damage from at least fire. Why? Again, God of Fire and Vengeance. Well, is that who it... Is that who we're? Is this? Is this our goddess here? Huh? We never let him finish talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he could just be some. You're about to find out when your hellish rebuke just kind of like, it's like throwing a little snapper thing at his feet. Like, he's like, ouchie. Knowing Paul, this guy has over a thousand health. Jet, you are next in the initiative order. All right. Here's the real question: Is who does Jet attack here? <laughs> <laughs> I really just felt like I was going to sit this one out. I'm not going to attack the God of Revenge and Fire. If anything, I'm going to tell all of you guys, hey, like, let's hear him out. We're going to see what's going on here. Y'all heard where we're supposed to be. Nope. I'm going full Kratos. And I can't do anything about that, so it's kind of a wait and see on my point of view. So I guess patient defense, if I want to cast a Kai point. Okay. Cool use of your Kai points. You've never... Oh, well, no, you have used patient defense before. Not often, though. The perfect time. I literally have no idea what should happen right now. <laughs> Brixius, you're up next. And uh, as you begin your turn, this darkness starts to solidify. You, you can start to see beyond the smoke, and you're seeing, like, the edges of mountains that are erupting flame, and you can see barren wasteland ground beneath your feet. So, wh- when is Tom going to still have to help me? Alright, well... This is the episode where we had to explain to Prothean that Torm's not real. (laughs) (laughs) Here's my thing. I think I'd have to be downright crazy to go and attack something that looks like erupting mountains and desert plains all in one, and it's just this... You don't just immediately start charging at a god? So yeah, I would (laughs) like to hear the god out for my turn. Well, here's the thing, Mr. God, sir... Jet said that we were going to Four Lears. Why the hell 
are you here? Excuse me, I wouldn't talk to him like that. Why the you're home, are you here? <laughs> <laughs> Why the here, are you here? Well, that's that's what I'd like to do with my turn. I guess, number one, I'd like to casually drink a health potion. Just for the fun of it. Just to get a couple <laughs> hit points back. You're, you're holding up your hand like, wait, 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 wait. Why are we here? Glug, glug, glug. I need to know. <laughs> glug, 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 glug. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. And I just like to look at him and be like, A... Who, what, where, why, how, and when is is going on? Glug, 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 glug. Hold on. The health potion is, what, 1d4 plus 1? Or was it? 2d4 plus 2. But he uses his powers like a little Nicky to turn it into a diet health potion. Nice. I'm back up to full health at a solid 76. You better hope he doesn't finger you to death. (laughs) Protein can't take another hit. Stop charging. You said 76 is full HPs? <laughs> yes, it's full HPs for me. I'm going to smite a god. Well, I don't even know who... Nobody told us that this was a god yet. We're just assuming. Are you a god? <laughs> I know. The figure speaks again and says, I am the avatar of Sargonis. Protein is new that So you're watched. not Sargonis? Dang, you're being a dick. <laughs> yeah, am I in the avatar state right now? Uh, no, I might say you were glowing green. I would say are my tattoos glowing. Uh, actually, yes. Your your brand on your shoulder is glowing in response to the condor that is flaming on this figure's chest. And Sargonis, as he identified himself, speaks again and says, My essence is still in the abyss, but... With the Diadem Exorius, I can now pass from this realm into yours. And soon, all my forces will join me, and I will grow into my true form. My all-powerful form. I thought I thought this was supposed to banish demons, Brixius. Okay. I still don't know where that leaves us in this situation here. I'll be honest. That leaves you dead. Oh, goodbye. (laughs) And the figure of flame and darkness points its finger at you and shouts, Die! Father, no! And you're dead. Damn! (laughs) So that health potion really, uh... (laughs) Good thing you drank that. (laughs) <laughs> really helped me there, huh? Wow, Look. how weak. You can't take multiple hits from a god. I'd like to parry that one. <laughs> <laughs> Only take half death. <laughs> power word kill. Uh, you utter a word of power that can compel one creature you see within range to die instantly if it has 100 hit points or fewer. Oh, why'd I have to tell you my hit points? I'm the only one that can survive that. Wait, how would I survive it? He didn't use power word kill on you. Oh. Very well, then. I find it funny that I charged him and tried to murder him. And I didn't get kicked at that, but you listen, just talked to him. Listen here, yeah. listen here, Prothean, yeah. I should have fought with steel instead of words. I I don't know why Brixius thought words was the way to go, for once. He's the god of murder, so he kind of respects trying to murder him, but he doesn't respect the back talk. Number two. 
he knew that I was going to be more of an issue down the long run, so he saved his power word kill spell for me and not you, Prothean, so I feel respected by He's this. He's a god. He probably has like 50 of them. You just got the divine backhand. Uh, yeah. You're dead. You're, your character's dead. Paul didn't even realize how hard he just hit you. How did he not see that coming? But I'm... <laughs> well, I can resurrect you within a minute of you dying or turn you into a zombie. Those are your two options for me if I survive. Well, I guess that's up to you. I can't talk my way through it. I just... Yeah, I would say that there's probably nothing on my character wait, sheet. Wait, wait, hold on. You killed my zombie, so I'm not resurrecting you. That's fine. I mean, I probably deserve that one. Um, Might turn you into a zombie slave. It's not even a saving throw. It's just uh, dead. Just straight dead. So, Sargonis, wreathed in darkness and flame, points his finger at Brixius and says, That leaves you dead. And a bolt of green energy streaks from Sargonis's finger, piercing you through the chest and passing through. You touch your chest as if looking for a hole in your chest, and there's nothing there. But you can feel yourself fading, and you turn to look at your brother. Oh, Ambionitis? Oh, no. And you crumple, falling backwards. Your face has gone ashen, and you are dead. And from the abyss, you hear, Welcome home, son! Oh, wait, no. Not you. Go back. We want the other one. (laughs) (laughs) I've long waited for this moment here, son. You pull out the mage hand to try to stop the bolt. Mm. I mean, fair. (laughs) Well played. (laughs) Hats off to Sargonis. I guess this is what he is best at. (laughs) Congratulations, literal god. You killed a level 11 character. I hope you're proud of yourself. (laughs) Feel how big and mighty, huh? Ambionitis, you're up. Uh, yeah. Well, that's unfortunate. I guess at that point, I would just kind of lose focus on everything and sprint over to my brother's dead body. Ash. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to charge the uh, god like I did? I mean, I don't... I mean, I wouldn't say anything. I would just literally try to cure him. I literally wouldn't say anything. I would just sprint over to him and try to use cure wounds on him. It's like in Pokemon 2000 when Pikachu is trying to revive. You touch your hands to your brother's chest trying to cure wounds. You cast it but the energy just is sapped away dissipating and your brother's face remains ashen and gray and his eyes stare lifeless. Did they at least straighten back out after I died? (laughs) Yes, they did. Instead of like... (laughs) Instead of, like, closing your eyelids like they usually do, that is just, like, straightens your eyes. <laughs> he just <laughs> finds my eyeballs, he straightens them. My beard of feathers just falls off. What a sad day. Yeah, did you sneeze, like, as you died? As I died? I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. All right. Ambionitis used his turn. Abe, you're up. Hold on. Cure wounds no action is an action. Oh. Uh, is there anything else you wanted to do? Yeah, I can't search his body for that fucking hatchet that he took from me a bunch of episodes ago. <laughs> no, I was actually, so not even, I didn't want to say anything out of the game. I was about to text you and be like, Siren's axe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if it would work on a, on a god, but it's worth a shot. He just has a moment where he's like, oh, oh wait, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's what you do. Your brother dies, you, you look at him, feel a brief moment of sadness, it's like, alright, time to loot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want my fucking axe back. Dude, pick up my shield too, it's pretty good. Like, take, take... All of his shields. Just assume... <laughs> just, like, take everything. Yeah, I want to grab a hold of the axe and turn and face Jet, and that'll be my turn. Oh, that's the... Oh, damn, I'm dead. <laughs> I wish Brixius could lend. Alright, if it can anybody... Oh, wait, can I come back as one of Ambionitis' ancestral guardians? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if he rages. <laughs> you are slightly older than him. Abe, you're up. Mm, what the fuck did I just witness? You don't get paid enough to deal with this. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I'm getting paid minimum wage. Now, um... What? <laughs> you guys are getting paid for this? Jet. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... Since I'm looking at what I assume probably to be literal god, um, I'm gonna flip up my eye patch and hope for some inspiration from Helleros. And I'm gonna use my bail me the fuck out of this move. What are the exact mechanics of that? To get me the fuck out of this move? Yeah, it just gets me the fuck out of this. We're gonna need some Power Ranger teleportation up out of this bitch. Alright, I gotta roll a D100. And hope to God, it's below a 20. <laughs> what happens if it's not? Then I can go fuck myself. Okay, cool. Here's what you gotta ask Paul. Does this have anything at all to do with demons? Yeah, is is this demon related? <laughs> it's not that kind of check. <laughs> um. Well, that's gonna be a 59. Is that below 20? <laughs> you call on your patron on Helleros, and there is no response. This seems pretty goddamn important. Excuse me, God's damn. Your God does not live here. I actually think I know how we're supposed to get out of this, but I'm dead. <laughs> damn it. I guess then I'm going to use a bonus action to call Sargonis my slayer's prey. Sounds like a plan. Dalvia is going to run over to Brixius and she's going to cry out, No! No! This can't be happening! This can't be happening! Someone, when does she give a shit? I was going to say, I'm, gonna say, I'm glad to know that she cared about Brixius. <laughs> and she's going to cast Wish to bring him back to life. Uh huh. Uh huh. I feel like realistically, Dalvia, if like she saw any of us die, it would register about as much as, you know, seeing like roadkill. <laughs> be she, like, she oh, might be like, that's oh, kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm just gonna keep driving. Maybe uh, back up over it one more time. <laughs> it's kind of gross, but uh, could be grosser. Hold on. Dalvia is going to try and cast Wish, but as she starts to cast it, all of a sudden the words are going to seize in her throat, and you're all going to look up to see Sargonis waving his hands away and. He is laughing. <laughs> you think your measly spells work around me? Feel the wrath of my counterspell. Was it his turn? Counterspell is a reaction. Oh. I think he just goes whenever he wants. <laughs> I was going to say. It's had like three turns so far. <laughs> is that how a reaction would work? Is it, if it's not directed towards him, he can use a reaction outside of his turn on someone else? Mm-hmm. You can use Counterspell to counteract any spell in the process of being cast. 
as long as you can see the creature. I'm trying to look for loopholes here. All right. Can I use my reaction to give him the finger? (laughs) This is my finger of death. I'll just sit back and stop talking now. (laughs) What's happened is done. Brothian. I'm just going to try fighting with a sword. (laughs) Good luck. (laughs) Good plan, guy. (laughs) He goes down in one hit. Look at your spells and items. (laughs) Look at your spells and items. Think of any idea that's better than that. I don't have anything better than that. Inflict wounds is probably the only thing I can... Maybe, but that's necrotic damage. Throw them in a zone of truth or something. I don't know. (laughs) Tell the truth. What is your agenda? (laughs) I can use a magic circle. Now, the question is, would Prothean try to attack him again? Or use magic circle to protect all you guys? I don't know, would you learn when you bite the hand that feeds you and a bitch slaps you in the last week? No. <laughs> if you're going to try to bite it again? Yeah, um, fuck you guys, I'm not going to protect you, so I'm just going to charge at him with my um, great sword again. I think Torm would be real disappointed in you. Two party members down, right on. Wait, how far away is he? I thought you were already underneath him from the first time you tried to hit him. He never actually hit him. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I rolled a one, didn't I? You started running, and then Sargonis attacked, and now you're you're finally getting to him. I got a natural 20. All right. Is your sword magical? Uh, does plus one count? Yeah, if it's a plus one sword, that's magical. I, I am going to, like, charge them like a spear with my greatsword. I'm just trying to impale them that way. And just, after I do that, just pull it out and try swinging again. Try to cut his leg. Uh, second time on a miss. I got a three. Natural three. All right, so you hit once critically. Go ahead and roll damage. So remember, it's roll your damage dice twice, add your modifier once. 14. Get him. Oh, 15. 15. Uh, there's a plus one. 15. Okay, so you wind up dealing eight damage. Does he look injured? Sargonis is just going to look down at the sword that is protruding from his shadowy form. Enough of this. Those of you that are still standing are going to see him flick his wrists. All movement around you is going to slow, but you're going to see Sargonis start flitting around between all of you. And he is going to smack Prothean with the back of his shadowy hand. I got a bit slapped by an actual god. It's a mark of pride for him. By a false uh, And that is going to deal... More than the finger of death. <laughs> 20... 25 damage. I'm done. I'm dead. You are down and unconscious. And then Sargonis is going to zip over to Dalvia and Hexor and is going to cast Circle of Death around them. Jesus, that's a spell? <laughs> Cast fuck you at a level 20 spell slot. Sarkana, stop this, please. I'm trying to fight back. I could have killed a god. I look at the god and say, let the man talk. He had something to say. Where does this leave us? Dead. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I stabbed him. I cast Hellos Dubuque, and he didn't use that spell on me, so... Fuck you. And after he casts Circle of Death, Hexor is going to drop, and Dalvia is going to stumble back clutching her heart as the magic takes hold on her and she's going to crawl over to her brother, slow motion as Sargonis then 
jumps over to Ambionitis and punches him twice in the face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Wow. You know, this crazy bullshit that I never get else. It just <laughs> Dealing 88 necrotic damage. From the first punch? No, from both punches. No, that's not bad. And then he is going to uh, point his finger back at Dalvia, shouting a word of power that is going to cast another finger of death. She's already in circle of death and clutching for his, her life, and you have to just <laughs> turn and hit her Extra again. fuck you. Get fucked. And Dalvia is going to crumple to the ground, just like her brother and Prothean. It's a lot of actions in one turn. Abe, are you still up? Yes. Yeah, you haven't been touched yet. And then, finally, Sargonis is going to zip over to Abe. I didn't say shit! And is going to kick me in the balls. Grab you by your head. <laughs> Just rip my entire skull off. Just squeeze. Grab you by your head and cast another power word kill, causing you to die. Ow. It's just one Mortal Kombat fatality after another Mortal Kombat fatality. <laughs> hey, I took two hits. Can I bite his finger as he grabs me? You nibble. You bite down on smoke and ash. With my final breath, can I be like, Jet, this is all your fault. <laughs> Jet, you killed all your friends. Thanks, Jet. That's going to cut deep. Just like the ones <laughs> at the temple. <gasps> Great idea, Jet. And Jet... You are standing there. All of your companions, except for Ambionitis, are down. No, well, Prothean's down. Everybody else is dead. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just on the ground moaning, dying. I didn't ask for this. I am void of emotion right now (laughs) after seeing everybody die in front of me. Why are you doing this, Sargonis? I asked you to take us to Four Lyris. Like, Sargonis, there is no, like, I, I'm also trying to be very respectful and collected, because I can see how a simple question from Brixius can land you dead. I'm... <laughs> so could not talking at all, so... <laughs> Sargonis turns to you and says, Jet, you have done well. It is time for you to join me. Long have you been my window into the primaterial plane. Long have you been my avatar on the earth, and now you have given me the chance to re-enter and claim that plane for me and Tiamat. Join me. And he holds out his shadowy hand. You've taken all of my friends away from me. I... You want me to join you? Join me, and become more powerful than you can ever imagine. No longer... Will you be subjected to bullying and name-calling? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no longer will you have to work for coppers on the year at some second-rate gym. <laughs> He's really making so, a strong <laughs> argument right now. So what, what Sargonis is saying is that this is really all the Hammerbottom's fault. <laughs> you mean I can make coppers on the month? You can make as much as you want. As much as I want. Coppers by the week. (laughs) And it's just play dead. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not the hammer bottoms fault. I'm not the shysty owner. (laughs) This is a hammer bottom fault. (laughs) 
You just gotta play dead. What am I gonna say? <laughs> I just gonna hit with 88. I'm gonna sit there and Straight to the face. watch this interaction. <laughs> Nobody inherently wants to hit something that's dead. Except for this guy, I guess, <laughs> because Dalvio is dead and he's like, a second, power word kill, let's just make sure. Just complete overkill, too. He could have just, like, stepped on her at that point. Well, yeah, because Circle of Death wasn't doing it, so... <laughs> what do you say, Jet? Why do you never want me to have any friends? You killed Razor when I was a child, and you just murdered the only other family I've had since then. I have always been your family, Jet. Father? I've always been with you. And now, you have the chance to gain an entirely new family. A family who will worship you as they do me. Ooh, getting a real Palpatine moment here. I I look around, I see all of my friends are dead. Or dying. All my friends are dead. I'm unconscious, I'm still alive. I look at Ambionitis, seeing him at the lowest HPs I think I've ever seen him. <laughs> yeah, actually probably. Like, yeah, still looking okay, but, you know, barely <laughs> holding on. <laughs> and I just turn back and Sargonis, I'm like, will you spare him if I join you? I will spare the others, but you must prove yourself. You must take down Ambionitis. Spare what others? Who else is left to spare? <laughs> I'm still technically alive. You can bring them back. I have that power. But first, you must put down Hambionitis Hammerbottom. I am in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> what? Okay, first of all, what's the worst that happens? You knock me out with 10 HPs, or I somehow get you, and then he just murders the dog shit out of me. You just see my staff of composition kind of turn into a metal spiky python looking thing. Oh, so you're not even just gonna politely tap him for the 10 HPs he's got left. <laughs> you're gonna fucking mash his skull in. Damn, Jet. That's cold. Like, well, if I'm gonna sell my soul and body to the god of evil, <laughs> go all the way. At that point, I would say, Noah, Jet, I'll do you one better. And I take the hatchet and bury it into my chest. <laughs> Power move. Oh, you just robbed Jet of this because he needed to prove himself. That now he has no one to prove himself. That might have just, like, Hunger Games won this thing for us. No, you just got Jet killed. <laughs> Wait, did the hatchet do enough to kill him or just paralyze him? I attacked twice. <laughs> <laughs> I rage first. All right. Um, yeah, I know that your bonuses are enough. You knock yourself unconscious with the hatchet. Oh, hit your, your AC. <laughs> yeah. You have just caused yourself to go unconscious, Ambionitis, and you are laying there bleeding out with this hatchet in your chest. Paralyzed. And Sargonis walks over to Jet and says, You hesitated. I... I didn't hesitate. I got the spear ready, and he... he was quick. Perfect. Then show me. And he grabs Ambionitis by the head, raises him up, and all of a sudden, Ambionitis, you suck in a deep breath. You have an ability to come back. Oh, yeah. To one HP? Mm-hmm. Did that, did that work with Brixius? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because is that because I'm an orc or yeah, a half orc? It's a half orc. Yeah. Yeah. So he grabs Ambionitis by the head. I would probably rage. I'd be I'd be slightly upset. I've never seen you at that low of HPs. You would absolutely be infuriated. If there was a level past raging, you would have find it. It's called Super Saiyan. What do you say, Jet? I guess at this point, there's tears streaming down my face as I scream out Ambionitis. I'm so sorry for this. Oh, fuck yourself. And I 3 a.m. softball whip that straight at him. Ambionitis' face is neganed as spittle goes flying from his lips and his face is bloodied and scraped and scarred from the metal spike on Jet's staff and he falls unconscious. As I fall to my knees, just weeping. Sargonis puts his hand on your shoulder and says, Come, we have work to do. You said you'd spare the others first. I shan't hurt them any further. <laughs> How could can. you? He could just keep bringing us back to life and then power and killing us over and over and over again. Well, I guess Prothean's still technically alive. Oh, yeah. You guys leave Prothean. Dies because he's going to eventually fall all of his saving throws? Unless he succeeds. Sargonis starts walking away as the mist starts to coalesce again into darkness. He turns and says, Jet, I shan't ask again. Are you coming? I follow him. Make him ask again. <laughs> I look back at Prothean as I just slowly start to follow him like that scene at the end of the Hulk movie. Is that the wrong movie? As Jet follows Sargonis off into the darkness, the darkness fades back into green smoke and dissipates, and all of the bodies are lying on the floor of the throne room. Nobody is moving until Ambionitis sits bolt upright, his rage burning through his body like it has never done before. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Having witnessed the death of his brother, having been beaten senseless by the avatar of the god Sargonis, his rage has pushed him to fight through the pain and return him to one hit point instead of zero. So as a barbarian starting at 11th level, your rage can keep you fighting despite grievous wounds. If you drop to zero hit points while you're raging and don't die outright, you can make a constitution saving throw and drop to one hit point instead. Uh, actually, give me a DC constitution saving throw real quick. If you fail to save, none of this works. Good <laughs> constitution. Yes, please. Saving throw, too. So I think you have proficiency. I do. 23. You pass the constitution saving throw and your rage is burning through your body. You can feel yourself gaining power even as your grief destroys you from within. You look around at your fallen comrades and you realize that not all of them are yet dead. You can still cure wounds on some of them. I thought I was the only one still alive. Everybody except Abe and Brixius are in their saving throws. Wait, Dalvia also got kill word oh, death. Dalvia. Hey, she got up. fingered to death. She got finger of death, not power word kill. Oh. Wow. Well, fuck. That sucked. I would. I'm gonna sprint. I don't know if I can sprint. <laughs> I'm gonna hobble over to the two uh, mages. 
On top of Death Circle, though? Oh, wait, so they got Death Circle. That's not a lasting thing. Like, if I go by them, I'm not going to get fucking raped. All of the magic has dissipated. Okay. Makes sense. I'm going to hobble on over to Dalvia. Say, you thought, bitch. And then cure wounds on Hexor. Hexor slowly sits up and goes, Oh, that did not feel good. Yeah, I said the same thing, buddy. Um, we need to get the rest up. What can I do? Who is is anybody still alive? Do I know Protheon's still alive? I let out a cough. He flatulates us. You can see that everybody is still breathing in various amounts of gasping and coughing, except for Brixius and Abe. You guys are dead as shit. <laughs> I'm just lying face down on the ground. We need to get Prothean up so we can get one of these two guys back up. And your sister needs to come back up and someone needs to cast Wish. Not necessarily in that order. Okay, I will cast Wish on Abe. You go and... I'll get Prothean. You go and get Prothean. I know that he can revivify your brother. <laughs> you guys are leaving it up to Prothean to make the conscious decision to revivify me. When you guys could just wish me to life and he'd want to bring Abe back, but now you're going to have to <laughs> convince him to do it. Yeah, just one wish can be like, I wish the entire party was like before we fought Sargonis. Remember, he killed my zombie. I'll give Prothean. Hexor stands over Abe and starts casting Wish to cast Resurrection. Abe is fully restored as all his wounds are closed and he is brought back from the dead. So I'm brought back at full HPs? Yeah, you're returned to life with all your hit points. Nice. So I sit up, I'm like, wow, fuck that. And I put one hand on my chin and one hand on the back of my head and I snap <laughs> my own neck. <laughs> I don't do that. Um... <laughs> I'm still like, wow, fuck Jet. Fuck that kid. Fuck him good. <laughs> and Ambionitis is kneeling next to Prothean. Yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna smack him straight in the face with cure wounds. I'm going to jump up no matter how injured I am and, like, discus throw my greatsword to where I thought Sargonis was at, yelling for to him. The greatsword goes sailing through the air and strikes against the stone wall of the back of the room. Yeah, Prothean, I'm going to need you uh, to not do that shit again. Uh, you need to bring my brother back to life. Where's, where'd he go? Uh, the big demon guy? Yes. And Jet left after they just murdered all of us. Now is not the time. I'll answer all your questions. Brixius needs to be alive now. We need to go. Tom, I failed you. Pull a knife out and slice my own throat. That's terrific. <laughs> yeah, I did not do that, Paul. <laughs> I like how we all get brought back to life and then <laughs> just murder ourselves. Say we want to murder ourselves, but then we d didn't actually murder ourselves. <laughs> As Ambionitis is trying to get Prothean to revivify his brother, you can hear the last bar in the door to the throne room start grinding and clicking into place. Crap. I walk over to him, Brixius. I full-on soccer kick him in the face. I think that's for my zombie. Then we vivify him. Alright, we need to get Dalvi up too, don't we? 
I can use cure wounds on her. I only have one spell slot for a fight, though. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I could cure wounds for two, but... Yeah, after I soccer kick Bruxius in the face as hard as I can, and saying that's for my zombie... Well, you bring him I'm back. I'm gonna fight him after that. I'll, I'll get what's-her-nuts. Prothean pulls out a diamond that starts to dematerialize in his hand, turning into silvery powder, and as it floats into the air, you see the same silver powder exit out of Brixius's mouth, and Brixius breathes again. <gasps> Where the fuck is my axe? <laughs> I, it's still buried in my chest. I just turn and pull it out real quick and holster that one. Oh, Jet must have took it. That's crazy. We gotta get the fuck out of here. I will never again try to fight with words. <laughs> My boot print is in Brixius's face so still. Like a full-on perfect boot print. And as Ambionitis leans down to cure wounds on Dalvia, the last bar holding back the reinforcements from the throne room goes. The doors burst open and 50 guards enter the room and behind them walks Zawadzki. I draw my longsword. And that's where we're going to end our episode. God, no, damn it. God, you're just fucking us left and right. You're running a train on us right Zawadzki now. casts power word kill 15 <laughs> times. And then after Zawadzki leaves, guess who comes? Four Lears finally shows up. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that, it's already been enough time that Jed has gone full evil. He shows back up again. <laughs> I have the power. Hellero shows up. He's like, you know what? I'm going to kill you too. No reason. Just I don't like it. I never liked you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jokes on us. Four Lyrus is the good guy and our parents were worshipping Sargonis and Four Lyrus came to stop it. Be a twist I wouldn't expect. <laughs> that would be quite a twist. Well, now you would because I just said it. I could have taken him in a fight. Ooh. All the gods. I took 88. <laughs> I would say I think Prothean was the only one to do damage to Sargonis as minuscule as it was to him. He's also the only one that attacked him. He has proved that even the gods can bleed. Hey, you hit him with a solid um, Four. 18, right? <laughs> Eight. <laughs> kill, was it power kill word, whatever the fuck you said? Power word kill. Yeah, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, if you have 100 HPs or less, it just instantly murders you. Correct. It's a, it's a ninth level necromancy spell. What happens if you have more than 100? Okay, what if you have more than 100? Uh, then it has no effect. Oh, this guy's fucked. <laughs> We're in there. I say, then you can't get a hit twice. So, all of you are now leveled up. The ability that brought Ambionitis back was actually called Relentless Rage, and that he gained at 11th level Barbarian. So now everybody is level 12. And uh, we hope all of you listening enjoyed this episode. It's coming down to the wire now, and we're going to see some pretty big events happening. So make sure you join us on the next episode. If you would like more content from the Death Saving Bros cast, you can check us out on patreon.com slash deathsavingbros for uh, bloopers, conversational recaps, and extra episodes. You can keep in touch with us on social media at Death Saving Bros on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Reddit. I am personally available on Twitter at HP Camper and on Instagram at HP Camper 
You can find me at Benfro15. On Twitter, I'm at Ima underscore B underscore Rad. You can follow the Reddit at Death Saving Bros. Find me on the PlayStation Network as F-A-T-T dash Smith. I had something, but I completely forgot what I was going to say. And for all those of you who are listening in your homes, in your cars, or wherever you may be, keep saving those death throws, and we'll see you on the next one. Unless you've got power word kill. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Karen, The Danavract, Defending Varenspear, Defending Varenspear Piano, Hordebreaker, In Corridors of Yore, In the Court of Annis and Lavender, In the Court of Annis and Lavender Epic, Fathub Fathin, Renouncing the Oath, and Storming the Damyo, No Percussion, are copyright Will Savino and the Music D20 Project. The song Frozen Village Dusk Mystery is by the Boy King of Idaho at patreon.com slash boykingofidaho. The song Soul Knife is by Tabletop Audio at patreon.com slash tabletop audio. These tracks are used with permission, all rights reserved. The tracks Cursed Intro, Guerrilla Tactics, Silent Motion, Silent Raid, and Shadow Hunters are music by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.